We're here. What up? What's up? Welcome, gentlemen. I'm Forrest. I'm Josh. I'm Mark. I'm Forrest. I'm still you Mark. That, you said that already. Damn it. <clears throat> Who are you? Can I be Mark? <laughs> uh, I believe we are Gamer DA. I'm pretty sure we are. Yeah. Did we and change our name? Can not we? yet. Okay. We can. I don't think everybody would like it. <clears throat> can I change it to Mark? No, we I meant just... the podcast name. Damn it. <laughs> not your name. So, we're going to start this one off just by covering some news today. This is Shooting the Shit, because yeah. I, I know names. <laughs> I wish we were recording this like a video, where we could do like a news broadcast, like, this just in. PlayStation just announced that they're cutting uh, PS Now in half to $9.99 a month, because it was ridiculous to have it at 20 bucks. Yeah, especially if you actually looked at any of the games on there, there is about jack shit on the PlayStation 4. It was mainly PlayStation 3 games, right? Is that what PS Now yeah, was supposed mostly. to be? The only thing I really wanted on there was the Twisted Metal reboot from 2012 and a couple of PS2 games. That Was a, was that Twisted Metal Black? No, Black was from 2005. Yes. Black was on PS2? Mm-hmm. Was on, that's right, because I had that while I was still on active mm-hmm. duty. No, Twisted Metal... 2012 is really cool because it's it's mostly live action cutscenes with huh it's really cool looking so they went old school kinda yeah mm-hmm. like it's very stylized it's got a bit of a, a Watchmen look to it gotcha. that's cool um I've never messed with uh, PlayStation Now but it it reminds me of uh, Xbox's service that they've got going now mm-hmm. games uh, with gold yeah well not ga- not the games with gold but the uh, Game Pass Game Pass Oh, right. I'm so I'm, out of touch with Xbox. It's fine. I am really enjoying Game Pass. Me too. It's it's mm-hmm. it's it makes it so much easier to to try to figure out what you want to play. Um the only caveat to it is it's kind of pricey at $10 a month for what it is. Uh or if you get the Ultimate Game Pass, it's is it fifteen a month for the ultimate? If you get them, if you bundle them together, ultimate yeah. is fifteen a month. So, what you, do you get with ultimate? You get Xbox Live Gold, and you get Game Pass with it as well. Which technically, if you buy the sixty dollar hmm. year card, you're you're getting it for the you're getting you're basically getting ten dollars okay. a month for Game Pass, and then gold for sixty a year. Oh. <clears throat> yeah, so you're you're getting a better deal. Um, they had just put Jump Force on there. Which I was never gonna play. You were telling me that. I was yeah. never even gonna rant, and I'm still never gonna play. <laughs> but it's on Game Pass. But it has Goku. Well, I mean, my son downloaded it, mm-hmm. so he he's playing it and he's having a good time with it. Is is that is that Shonen Jump? Is that what yeah. that is? Yeah, they okay. made a game about a magazine, and I love it. <laughs> okay, I've I don't know much about anime, so it's all kind of lost just, on my old. Th- that's where I'm really liking Game Pass because I was never gonna play that. It, at least now I may get the hankering for it and I'll go you know what I'll just try it you're gonna do like I do and you're just gonna resort to playing Turok over and over I do that anyway <laughs> right and that's what you mainly do when you have a service like that you pick one or two gyms yep. that you love and then it's mm-hmm. like oh well they're gonna go away next month so you're like damn it <laughs> I'll have to play one of the other three games that I wanted on this service <laughs> but yeah that's nine ninety nine a month that's a I think eventually maybe they'll drive that cost down uh Right now, Apple is pushing their arcade service for four ninety nine a month, uh, which is hyper competitive to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, with Apple's latest update for iOS, uh, 
and for their iPads as well, they uh, they made a separate operating system for the iPads now. So it's actually iPad OS. Okay. I, I kind of laughed because I was thinking it was IPOS. So <laughs> when I watched the news conference on it, I just thought, hmm, IPOS, nice. You're like, missed mm, <laughs> opportunity, Apple. You right. missed it. You missed it. Way uh, to go. But they are going to uh, allow you to download those games for four ninety nine a month. And with, with, with that latest update for the, both of those devices, for your or the, the phones and the iPads, uh, they added uh, Bluetooth support for Xbox and PS4 controllers. Uh, actually, just Bluetooth in general, I think. But mm-hmm. I know that they added compatibility for those two controllers. Now, before, Apple was pretty strict on their Bluetooth compatibility, correct? Correct. It was very much you had to get a license through Apple. Right. I'm, I'm, or I'm made pretty for ignorant Apple. when it comes to the whole Apple world because I just stay away I am from too. them. Well, yeah, they're yeah, too damn expensive to get involved I, in. Yeah, they're last. I'm just waiting for my MP3 to be able to play games. That's all I really want. <laughs> <laughs> but if it was MFI compatible, you know, like uh, they had uh, the Steel Series controllers were one of the companies that made controllers for Apple, and they were when you bought it, it wasn't just like a normal Bluetooth controller that you could use on any other Bluetooth device. It was specifically for Apple's products. That's cool. So. Um, but with that, now that we've got open, uh, more open uh, controller usage, that'll definitely make it easier for Microsoft to eventually, when they start doing their streaming, uh, be able to use the iPhone and use your Xbox controller on that. It'll definitely make you know make the iPhones and the iDevices and even an iPad be able to stream games and stuff like that and make it a an xbox on the go mm-hmm. is this know? the apple arcade we're talking about uh yeah it was i was i was snowballing into that okay uh the apple arcade uh it's 4.99 a month like i said it is a service uh the games look they look almost console quality not all of them oh so they're not like classic games or anything it's all Is Apple making all their own games? No. There's actually quite a bit of other arcade games coming out for it. Uh, The new Sonic game that... uh, They still make those? mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. There's Pac-Man Party Royale. There's a new Choo Choo Rocket called Choo Choo Rocket Universe coming to it. Hmm. Uh, Cat Quest 2 looked kind of neat. And (laughs) then there's uh, Frogger and Toy Town. They made a new Frogger game. I think Konami's releasing it. So, I mean, (laughs) Battle Sky uh, Brigade... It's coming as well. I mean, there's quite a bit of games coming to it. Um, one game that I thought kind of looked neat was uh, or- Ocean Horn 2, uh, Knights of the Lost Realm. It looks kind of neat. There are games that, I don't know, they look almost as good as Switch games. Um, not completely, but still, there there's a lot of fidelity and there's a lot of good graphics and stuff like that in that. Mm-hmm. So, I think $4.99 a month especially to have it on a mobile device pretty good deal i i am i suspect we'll see android do the same thing soon well i mean i can download emulators for my for that and just play 64 games all day which is what i have done before well I, yes but having a game 
having an actual game that you install on your device, you don't have to go through and, you know... Mm-hmm. I will it. say playing KOTOR on my Android is a lot easier than it probably should be. Right. Yes. Uh, and not having to use emulation and stuff like that, you know, sometimes that gets a little wonky. Um, yeah. Don't ever play Resident Evil 2. <laughs> so, but, yeah, it. I think that it could be a good service eventually... They'll have a good lineup of games. In fact, their launch lineup looks like it's going to be a pretty neat, a pretty neat lineup. So, uh, we've got that to look forward to. Okay, Josh, were you saying something about Mortal Kombat 11? Yeah, I saw a gameplay today. It's about two minutes of the new Terminator, the new character Terminator, mm-hmm. uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. What? He's the Terminator. What a <laughs> twist! What? Mind blown. <laughs> So, I watched, I've watched you, Forrest, play Mortal Kombat 10. Well, yeah, because you couldn't really fight back. No, it's true, because <laughs> I stopped playing fighting games like a decade ago. So, you just overtook me and completely annihilated. But I remember watching you play online as Jason Voorhees mm-hmm. and just fucking wreck. <laughs> <laughs> there, any man that came up against you, it did not matter. Man, woman, monster... Uh, Elder God, it didn't matter. They got macheted. Very true. So, just watching you play, and then watching the gameplay of the T-800 was fucking badass, and all I could think of was that he reminded me of Jason. And I went, well, Force has got his new Jason. Ah, hell. I thought Scarlet was my new Jason, but I well, may have to look up you were Terminator. Just for shits and giggles, you and I were playing the other day, and of course you were being easy on me. With Scarlet, but sure. I tell I tell you what, you were you were wrecking my shit. So with that being said, there was some cool shit that I seen on him. So he comes up, uh, number one, he grabs somebody and he fucking said, "Get over here, <laughs> get over here." He, yeah, he grabbed him by the neck. <laughs> get over here, and he threw his face in the ground. And I was like, "Okay, all right, now we got self aware humor. All right, yep. I'm starting to like this." He goes up to Jax and he's like. I see you are also a cybernetic, you know, whatever. And he goes, I'm cybernetically enhanced. And then I can't remember what Terminator says. It wasn't very catchy. The it was probably something about a 40-watt range oh, plasma. No, right. no he I, goes, damn it. You'll be terminated. You will be terminated. I'm the Terminator. He doesn't say, who's your daddy and what does he do? <laughs> Put the cookie down now. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn. He should say that to Cassie. Get to the chop. I bet he probably says get to the chop if he doesn't say. <laughs> well, you got to remember. He and Johnny Cage are going to have the best talks. So every time they come out with a new character, do they go back and have the voice actors come mm-hmm. back and react? Because they have to have the new personalized intros. Either that or they, they know who they're getting ahead of time and they record them all at once. Right. Okay. Either I way. Wouldn't. I would bet that there's a lot that... I think that, you know, fighting games are notorious for adding new characters, and you're like, oh, they just brought this out. They probably had that thing ready yeah. to launch on the console. Right. It's been sitting there for years. On day well, yeah, and day. Yeah, I just downloaded uh, Shang Tsung the other day. Mm-hmm. Man, he's he's a really good fighter for two megabytes. <laughs> yeah, there wasn't much downloading of Shang Tsung, because that last update downloaded him for you. Well... It's only one character in his move set and the voice acting. That's not a whole lot of data for a game. Well, not not now. I would that, say Shanks. There's a little more to because he can transfer tr- transform into all the other characters. Correct. Uh, yeah, his moves are the most badass thing they could have done with Shang Tsung. He transforms for his special moves into Rain, Scorpion, Sub Zero, Noob, Cybot, Reptile. He transforms into the ninjas. So all the ninja, all that the ninja shaped badass. characters. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. 
And I was wrong. He does not have your favorite rain move. He has a spinning back kick uh, instead. Ah, man. The one that... The one that teleports you from the other side? Yeah, kicks you from one <laughs> side of the screen through the other. That's uh, pretty metal. Terminator has a teleport, and it's the, the time orb thing around him. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say it would be funny if he fell in lava. <laughs> <laughs> and each time he gives a thumbs like, up. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, he was fighting Scorpion, and Scorpion caught him on fire, and he, he fell down, mm-hmm. and all of his flesh burned off, and he stood up as the exoskeleton. Oh, that's, that's cool. Yeah, Bad it was ass. pretty. That's cool. And his, uh, his fatality was fucking cool. Uh, number one, his super move or whatever mm-hmm. is a fucking nut shot. Like, the, ex- <laughs> the x-ray shows the testicles getting squashed by his fucking biker boots. I dig. It was pretty awesome. And then uh, the final the final part of his... Oh, okay. Sorry, I got excited. I wasn't... I got too excited. Get excited. Get I got excited. excited. So he takes out his shotgun. He was fighting Jax. And of course, first thing he does is he shoots both the kneecaps. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> and he falls to his knees, and then a time warp shows up and teleports into the future. So then your character... Uh, in this case, it was Jax. And he's mm-hmm. crawling through... Uh, skulls and bones <laughs> as one of the new uh, I don't know what the new model number T-800 850 I think uh, well these are for the dark fate for the new movie oh hell I don't know um, they have they're not chrome or the shiny metal they're like black and they have a more organic instead of hmm. you know the old T-800 from the, the original movies He's it's all big and bulky and metallic and it's all cylinders and these god I love it it's gorgeous it's mm-hmm. and it's terrifying as hell could you imagine i remember your old model that you had of him i dared not touch it because <clears> it was so damn gorgeous i we picked that up in florida at a uh king flea one of those big giant flea markets and of course like the idiot fucking kid i was i tried to paint the eyes i wanted uh-huh. them red i tried to paint the teeth because i wanted them to look bony like yeah. it is on the machine and that that kit even had instructions on how to drill out the cylinders to put metal pieces in it so that you can make it articulate. You That's can do all that awesome. yourself. And my mom picked that model kit up for me, dirt cheap. And like an idiot, I used freaking super glue to put it together. So it <laughs> melted the chrome and all that, but it didn't matter because it was all glued up and it sat up in the corner. And I put a fucking Christmas light, a red Christmas light, up between the shoulder blades. So it was like a little nightlight. That's and pretty sweet. So all the metal that was on the the chrome finish on mm-hmm. the plastic would reflect all that light, and it was the most amazing, badass thing ever. And years later, it was probably 10 years ago, because we picked that up in before 1990, I think. Anyway, I even sent a letter to the model company that created it trying to find it. This is, this is right before the internet got real. Mm-hmm real big and easy to use kind of stuff like that. So I sent a letter to that company like, hey, I want another one of these. I'm an adult now, and I'd like to mm-hmm. put the, the model skills I have now into it and make it badass looking. And they never, the companies could be gone. They might not even have the license anymore. And after that, I gave up. But anyway. I guess you never heard of eBay. <laughs> no, I guess not. <laughs> but that's What that's the heck sweet. is eBay? No, I'm just kidding. So, yeah, any catches fire and stands up and then immediately starts walking towards Scorpion. I'm like, yes, this is... It just... All of his moveset reminded me of Voorhees. That's pretty sweet. But he has no... His projectiles are machine guns and a shotgun. And I remember you went with Voorhees. You you always timed the machete throw perfectly. (laughs) I had never seen anybody juggle someone in the air with machete throws. (laughs) I mean, I'm just saying, you were... 
uh, I don't know, inspiring to watch. Seriously, just watch, mm-hmm. you know, and you were playing online, and eventually some guy came online, and he just wrecked your shit. It, was, it wasn't even a challenge for him. What pissed me off is I recall that fight, and I actually recorded it, because I decided, hmm, well, Sub-Zero's my favorite Mortal Kombat character, so I should probably try online with him. Got my fucking ass wrecked. It happens. It does. Uh, I've seen other people play, like, Injustice, like, King of the Hill modes, mm-hmm. where the winner stays, pretty much. Yeah, I have parties that like that at my house once mm-hmm. in a while. And I would just watch them online, streamers and stuff. And it's just really cool to watch it. Some of these people, uh, the only word I could use is gifted. <laughs> <laughs> They're just gifted when it comes to fighting games. Maximilian Dude was my inspiration. Uh, you got me watching him on YouTube a mm-hmm. lot. He's, uh, man, that guy just knows his stuff. He taught me how to play Killer Instinct, the new one, when it came out. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well, he had a part. He was... He, he, me. he was he a consultant, the, right? Something like that. He, I think he did quite a bit of work on the trailers. Now, he's got he's got uh, his channel on YouTube called... Is it called Maximilian Dude? Yeah, Dude, D-O-O-D. Check him out. <laughs> he uh, He's this blonde guy with a beard. He'll actually have cosplayers come on and cosplay as characters like X-23 mm-hmm. and Phoenix and Wolverine. And then he'll do skits. Those were more back in the day, back when right, Marvel vs. Right. Capcom 3, but he still does that from time to time. Yes. My favorite is, uh, he has, I don't know if he still does them anymore, but he had these tutorial episodes called uh, Assist Me, and he, okay. when Mortal yeah. Kombat X came out, he had one for Jason Voorhees and The Predator, and my favorite one was The Predator, because if I recall correctly, the uh just watch it. I can't spoil anything because it's too good. Right. But definitely check him out. Yeah. Uh, shout out to his channel. Cause Looks he... like Chad Kroger. <laughs> he does. He, he does. <laughs> he even admits he does. But yeah. Oh, man. That's not <laughs> he good. Does. He does. He has a uh, one segment called uh, Get Good, and he dresses up yep. like a supervillain, and then he gives people, <laughs> he gives you, like, rookie advice on, on using blocks and counters and when to pull in. Yes. You are correct, because he would, his, his video would be, like, 23 minutes. Mm-hmm. And it would be like 18 minutes of some silly story they wrote, and it's just him and the cosplayers yeah. acting it out. And then the final part of the video would be him actually playing as those characters. Because mm-hmm. he had one girl come on dressed as Jill Valentine. I believe that was his wife in real life. Okay, okay. So, and then, when it would finally come time to gameplay, he would be focusing on whichever characters he had. Mm-hmm. In his studio or his living room. I don't know if he had a studio or living room or what. Wherever they were recording. Yonder. Yon- over yonder. But he was just... He's a really awesome dude. Uh, and you're the one that got me on his... Boss Rages? Yeah. Love the Boss Rages. And he'll go... He'll pick a fighting game, hardest difficulty, and he'll try to play through it with the least defeats as possible. Mm-hmm. And, it, yeah, he has to get through the final boss. Sometimes it's a secret final boss with stupid hard requirements. Like when he, get, like when he does Akuma? Yeah. On Street uh, Fighter Alpha, I think? I think so, yeah. My favorite is Shadow oh, Jago. Shadow Jago. The the requirements are stupid. Yeah. Well, and then eventually after that next update, they just made him <sighs> yeah. the final boss, which was the smart thing to do. Mm-hmm. Either way. Anyhow. But uh, yeah, that was sorry. But that so was. So this was what... the fighter game pause. <laughs> no, it just because I've always <laughs> loved Terminator. It's always been one of my my most dearest franchises to me because mm-hmm. it's so fucking awesome two and of them then, anyway and then <laughs> <laughs> uh three i really like salvation someone had to oh my god i hate you 
No, it's I love just, Salvation it's 2. Whatever, I'm done. I'm done with you. I just cannot wait to see Terminator and Spawn duke it out. It's just going to be... Is Spawn going to be in it, too? Yes, he's going to be in it in March. So there's going to be all kinds of guns. Yeah, we're just going to have gunfights across the screen. Cassie, I can't wait to hear Cassie Cajuns in Spawn uh. with, with <laughs> their dialogue. Yep. Every- so uh, then they're going to release... Uh, well, I wonder if the Switch is going to get Link, and then like the <laughs> Xbox is going to get Hiachi. <laughs> <laughs> little Soul Calibur Probably. 2 reference for you. <laughs> I was trying to be clever about it, but I got nothing. Yes. Because originally, Spawn was on the Xbox version of Soul Calibur 2. I believe so, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and that's the good version. There was a fan-made film, uh, Spawn film, and he's he's hardly in it. He's Hmm. not in it until the very... It's some girl in a grocery store, and I guess she's a witch, and demons start coming after her. She loses a pendant. Oh, that came out like seven years ago or something. Right, right. And it, I guess she falls into like a shadow realm or something, and these demons are crawling out from the grocery self shores, hmm. coming after her and stuff. And then she activates like her witch firepower and like <laughs> burns them all. And then she turns around and uh, Spawn is there in front of her. He's like, "We need you for the coming fight." And I was <laughs> like, "As a fan film, that's pretty cool. That's amazing. It was really cool, really cool film." There is a new Spawn film coming out before too long with Jamie Fox as Spawn. Okay. I guess he'll barely be in that, too. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, no. Uh, Spawn's going to be the background character. Like... Okay. I- imagine a Batman movie where it's just about Commissioner Gordon. Well... Like, investigating uh, what Batman is. That's what it's supposed to be. Well, Gotham was kind of like that. I mean, there was no Batman, but it was Commissioner Gordon. And there's no Joker, either, but God forbid you say that on the internet. Yeah. That's debatable. <laughs> That's arguable, I guess. Well, so right. is the Batman thing, but... Still, if if the story's good, regardless of the premise, well, that's how I that's yeah. how I think about it. I'll always give it a shot. Um, speaking of Batman, uh, Warner Brother uh, Games Montreal, they're the ones that made uh, not the not the uh, Arkham. What was the one off Arkham game that was made? Uh, there was Arkham City. Was Arkham, Arkham Origins? Arkham Origins is what it was. They made Arkham Origins, and supposedly they've leaked that they're going to release another game called Capture the Night, K-N-I-G-H-T. Huh, I wonder what that's about. Right. Uh, <laughs> well, they've got pictures of Batman up on... What? Batman? On their social media and stuff like that, so <laughs> it looks like they're going to be doing that. We kept hearing Rocksteady okay. was making another, you know, possible... I I think they said their next game would not be a Batman game. And f- people were going, oh, it's going to be Superman for a long time. That and would fin- not be a good idea. Yeah, finally they said, no, we are not doing a Superman game. So, But everyone was clamoring, hoping for another Batman game from them because they did do a good job with the Batman series that they had a hold of. Mm-hmm. But with uh, Arkham Knight, the last one that they released, I thought they kind of wrapped up Batman's story with it. I didn't finish it. I, the only mm-hmm. one I've actually ever finished was the original one. Arkham Asylum? Yeah. And Which I, was good. Yeah. And City was good for the most part. I was about to say, if you ever got to fight Mr. Freeze in City, then you felt like fucking Batman. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's an awesome fight. Especially since you can't, when you attack Freeze, you can't do the same thing over. Yeah, he... he like, if you crawl out of a vent to punch him, he immediately freeze, freezes the vent and right. all surrounding vents. Yep. Right. Yep. That is a good fight. That's there a needs- good boss fight, because <sighs> you have to think on your feet. 
because he's also constantly walking. And if you hide in the same spot, you can't just hide in one spot and wait for your chance because mm-hmm. he'll come around to you and be like, oh, there you are. And I could be wrong, but I think on higher difficulties, he has like cameras or sensors or something. He has a, a better way to detect you. Okay, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised. No, it's Mr. Freeze. I did, pl- I did play Asylum and I did play City. Uh, after that, I stopped playing them. I was interested in Origins because you fought... The trailer was a big CG fight between Batman and Deathstroke. Deathstroke! Right. Which, unfortunately, that was apparently not a very good boss fight in the game. But the final fight with Bane looked badass. I love Bane. He's always been one of my favorite villains. It's cool because I think this is pre-Venom. I think he's just a big hulking luchador in a leather jacket. <laughs> and you fight on a snowy rooftop. Nice. It's that simple and that freaking awesome. little bat. I'm going to break you. Um, But, mm. yeah, the them making Capture the Night... Uh, it made me feel kind of like they realized that people people still want more Batman. They still want more of that gameplay and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So another maybe cash grab. Play Assassin's Creed then. Well, or Shadow right. of Mordor. Assassin's or, Creed doesn't really. Or Shadow of Mordor was good. the uh-huh. The Mordor games have been good so far. Uh, you you just don't get that same feel as being Batman. I mean, you're I you're not, Batman. You're not Batman. Well, right. Th- I'm just being a smartass. But in all honesty, I, I like the way Batman does it. But I don't like it in Shadow of Mordor, and I don't like it in other games where it has the same kind of combat. It doesn't feel right. right. When you're playing as Batman, it does feel right. Yeah. Right. This is Batman. Feeling. He could knock the fuck out of a person behind him. I, I don't know. He, I can't he, do it justice. But. Ad- advanced martial artist, correct? Yeah. Right. And uh, Yeah. It, it felt good in the first... Uh, see, the last one was it Shadow of War. Something was, like that, yeah. Yeah. And the first one was uh, Mordor. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were both... They're both good games. I've got them both. I still haven't beat either one of them, and I don't know why. Um, but the combat in the first one was very much a Batman style. Very much. The second one, it was a lot like the Batman style, but it also added more to the Nemesis system. It added to where you could actually yep. have a Legion to fight with you, and you could go and have these big sprawling battles That's and cool. stuff like that. That was the big sell for me on uh, Shadow of Mordor, was the, the Nemesis system. Basically, if you don't know, if an enemy, an, a regular low-level orc kills you, that orc immediately gets promoted, gets a name, and becomes your Nemesis. Right. Okay. And until you beat him... He will just keep rising in power. Like, if he keeps killing you, he becomes a legend. He can become the top-tier orc. Right. And be like, oh, You've whoa. Ne- every time you find him on the battlefield, like, if I remember correctly, he'll just... Sometimes he won't even send his orcs after you. He'll just come out himself because he knows he can beat you. Right, because you, you, you kept making mistakes and letting yep. him kill you because you weren't paying attention or forgot how to block in a sword fight. The, that is badass. That's pretty genius. The cool thing, too, is is if you fight one and he gets away... Like, say, you mess him up pretty bad. He'll come back later, and he'll have metal over his face where, awesome. yes. where you've you've done damage to him. Or, you know, he comes back, and he looks like he's been maimed or mauled, right. or he's got scarring Yeah, you could give him, him scars and shit. Like, so, he kicked his ass, and yeah. he's back for more. That was the whole appeal of that game for me, and it was fantastic. I yeah. just didn't get far enough into the game to actually get that far, because I, I don't like the gameplay in it. Right. The, the whole ghost thing was kind of cool. I just wish they did a little more with it. I... Maybe they did in part two, but I had mixed feelings on it. It, I don't know. It it took a little bit from me. I like playing as one character and mm-hmm. and dividing yourself between you know because you are two characters in one bot and one embodiment, yeah, and they each have a different goal that they're technically working towards, but they don't really ever seem to talk about it that much. Right. Uh, 
But in in generality, though, it did it did make the game kind of fun and exciting to play as mm-hmm. to be able to use the powers of you know the ghost and he was an elf and yeah and he had he had special powers and abilities too yeah didn't he have like a bow with unlimited arrows or something uh, I feel like was, he fired ghost arrows he did he had something like that you had to recharge that though it ah. wasn't just unlimited but yeah yeah it and I think it was if you hit right it was almost an insta kill on certain Ooh. yeah that's cool so. Maybe I'll give that game another try. It's just the dark gray, constant mud, constant rain. It got a little old. There's not a whole lot of color in the first hours of that game. I can see that's, that. Well, that's the way the Lord of the Rings movies was, though. Right. That's they're why they're hard to watch. So dark and gloomy. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I'll argue that point. I could put I could put the trilogy on. And you'll fall asleep very quickly. Whatever. I'll sit through <laughs> all... I won't go to bed because I... Like, oh my god. Are they going to make it to Mount Doom? You know? All I'm saying is it's not legend in terms of visuals. When True. you you can say a lot about it, but there's been very few movies in my life next to say Star Wars or you know something along that lines. Uh, but whenever I was sitting and watching, and at the very end of Return of the King, mm-hmm. when when the volcano explodes, when it erupts, and just the look on Sam's face, the anguish on Sam's face, and and just. I felt that in my spine. Like, that was one of those moments. Oh, no. When those movies want to be good, they're fucking great. Yeah, they really pull on your emotions. Yes. So, I mean... Like, they... There's a little bit of gay undertones. I don't know if it was intentional or not, but... uh, You kind of ignore it because it is so heart-wrenching to watch sometimes. Would you quit writing your fanfic? I was going to say... It's already complete. I just like (laughs) quoting it. Here, let me do it here right now. Here, let me pull it up. (laughs) He's taking the Kevin Smith approach to it, because that was Kevin Smith's... Right. (laughs) That was his notation on it. But speaking of Warner Brother games, uh, guys that worked on the original Arkham games, the storyline creators from what I was reading online, uh, I'll pull up the news story for it. You do that. Uh, it says, number of Rocksteady game script writer teams have now joined Microsoft Playground Games. Uh, this is a new story from Video Games Chronicle. Um, we are going to get Fable Reboot. It desperately needs it. <laughs> I don't know. I just got Fable uh, Anniversary mm-hmm. on the Game Pass, and I love it. Fable, yeah. Fable, you can't. It, it was supposed to be more than it is, but it's still really good for Wolverine. What it is. Wolverine. Wolverine. It's a white Wolverine. I suppose. Why didn't so- they just call him werewolves? <laughs> I don't know. Wolverine. That right there's a white Wolverine. Uh, Playground Games, they are notorious for the Forza series. For Playgrounds? For Playgrounds, okay. yeah. they. I'm excited for that when Fable goes to racing. Yeah, they do Horizon. <laughs> um, next check, next checkpoint, Albion, the right. city of Albion. Yeah. And after that, Wolverine. <laughs> Wolverine. I- Gotta hate the voice acting. I actually kind of liked the game that didn't get released, that last Fable game that didn't get released. There was one? Yeah, there was a... I don't know anything about it. It was going to be... You were going to have to work as a squad against... That's right. It was a multiplayer thing. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And I I played the beta of it whenever they released it, and I guess maybe not enough people played it because they canceled it, but I actually had quite a bit of fun playing (laughs) playing that. So, I... (laughs) <laughs> I have a, a pure love relationship with the first Fable. That game mm-hmm. is amazing. First time I played it, I remember I was being an asshole about it, 
and you threatened to take it back to the video store, and I started crying because I did not want you to take it back. I don't remember that at all, but Yeah, sure. you're like, if you don't shut your mouth, I'm going to take this movie back, and I'm going to make you go with me. That way you could watch me put it in the return bin. What were you do- What was What was going on? I was, I was doing what your son does, and I was getting mad at it. Oh, you were throwing fits <laughs> and stuff. Well, I can't blame you. That game for is, is how can I put it? Cartoony and kid friendly mm-hmm. as the game kind of appears. <laughs> it's violent. It's a rage monster. It's a rage inducing seizure machine. You know, it just. When you get to the arena, it's. Yeah, just, the, the arena is mm. completely unfair. Well, it's not completely unfair, but it's just very difficult. I'll tell you how to cheat it. Get magic barrier. That way you can always take the bet, uh, take no damage because it drains your magic, not your health, and it counts. Oh, look at you. It's a little chicken chaser. Hi, <laughs> oh, chicken chaser. <laughs> Is that the chicken chaser? I Does love... he chase chickens? Now, <laughs> that was the first game I remember where you had the, like the Paragon Renegade system. Because mm-hmm. if you if you made more evil choices, you got horns. Yep. And and if you made more good choices, you had a halo. And uh, nine times out of ten, I'd always have a fucking halo. And, well, yeah, because it's hard to make bad choices in that game because you're not really rewarded for it. Uh, if you sit still, light from the clouds shines upon your yeah, head. Yeah, you get, like, blue runes all over your body yeah, and, and little moths fly, moths fly yeah. around your head. Yeah, I used to love that fucking game. I like going uh, uh, dark in Fable 2, which isn't that great of a game, but it's still pretty playable. I like going dark in it because you end up looking like Darth Maul. You, you get, oh, cool. You get, like, dark tattoos on you and your horns. There's more of them and they're more pronounced. It's cool. The big reason I hate going dark in the first one is because it recedes your hair dramatically. Right? Yeah, it was pretty silly. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seemed like it didn't matter if you were, you could be a hundred percent good. Once you made one bad choice, whoop, your halo was gone. It, it, sometimes, yeah. Yeah, it was just that fast. It, it it didn't really matter. It's not that important. <clears throat> one thing I got a kick out of was you can get legendary weapons in the game, and to get the legendary good weapon. Uh, if you're evil, like all the way evil, and you do so much as a good person, okay, you have to donate money to a god to yeah. get a legendary good weapon. If you're evil and you donate that money, you donate less for some ah, reason. Ah, okay. But to get Scorm's bow, the big badass bow, uh, if you're a good person and you sacrifice so many people at midnight or whatever the requirements are, you I have to sacrifice that. less. Okay. I kind of thought that was neat. What was the... You had to be really on the good side to pull that sword from the stone on top of the cliff. No, you had to be... Your strength had to be all the way up. Oh, your strength that's had to be up. That's the Harbinger? Harbinger, that's correct. correct. And the, the final sword was called the Sword of Aeons. Yeah. And you got the Sentinous Great Mace for pulling or for, for donating. In Lost Chapters, which uh, Anniversary is a... It's Lost Chapters too. You also end up getting the Tear of Avo which is a replacement for the Sword of Aeons if you choose not to get it. Ah, okay. Which is kind of lame. In the original Fable, if you beat the final boss and you decide to go evil and take the all-powerful sword... Is there going to be spoiler here? I think I just spoiled it. <laughs> well, no, not completely. Not really, So, no. spoiler alert. Yeah. You, you get the chance to get a super-powerful sword at the end of the game if you go evil. If you do, it does like 550 damage. That is insane in that game. It well, the spoiler, the spoiler is you have to kill your sister. Thanks for that. But yeah, That's why I gave the spoiler warning. But if you decide to go good in Lost Chapters, you get this the sort of Avo, whatever I just said. Okay. Tear of Avo. Um, that, they reduce the damage, and it drives me nuts. 
it makes sense because there's more, way more game after that ending. But it now does like 220 damage no matter which sword you get. Right. And the Sword of Aeons was like handheld apocalypse. You could just wreck it anything. It, it could heals wreck you constantly. It repairs you constantly. It uh, gives you more experience per hit. Like, it's unfair. I wasn't super into the design of it. Like, holy. But I like the coloring of it's it. It's still awesome. Dude, obsidian weapons are the coolest looking weapons. Yeah. Very cool game. It is. <clears throat> so, I don't know. I'd, I'd give a reboot a chance. I would, absolutely. Oh, yeah. If they release it for PlayStation. <laughs> the bad thing was, was with all of them, they always had that potential to be a grand, huge, mm-hmm. epic game. The world was really fun to be in. The gameplay was really good. Uh, but they were short. They weren't very long. They And the third yep. one tried to kind of make up for that a little bit, adding a little bit of building or uh, what... what I can't even World remember. Building? Yeah, there was a little bit of that in the mechanics well, every, of the game. Everything you do, since you are in that game, you are technically a, a to-be king. Right. You're a prince or princess. Um, you had a lot of responsibility on your shoulders. So everything you do in story affects how your kingdom, when you get it, is going to play out. Okay. Right. Like, you can make promises to people, but at the very end of the game, you get to choose whether or not to keep those promises. All right. Like, at the end of the game, for example, you're given the choice. Do you want to build an orphanage, which will take money from you? Or do you want to build a brothel, which will give you millions? (laughs) And obviously, most people are going to choose an orphanage. But if you're starving for cash, which you need cash to beat the real final boss, then... (laughs) Exactly. Is the final boss the IRS? (laughs) 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 You you have to pay off your... uh... Your, your tax income Yeah, your late, your late taxes or whatever. <laughs> tax well, man cometh. <laughs> I need cash to beat the tax man. <laughs> I think... Excuse me. Uh, I, I always thought that the Fable series was one of those series that didn't... It didn't have enough to it. There was not enough world to build a world in. Well, you know why, though. It's because the, the, the designer, or the, the head of these games, his name is Peter Molyneux. Oh, Molyneux. Kept making promises. When Fable was first announced, you're going to be able to plant an acorn in the ground, and when you come back seven years later, that tree will be seven years old. Right. Didn't happen. He's notorious for doing that. Very notorious. But, <clears throat> to be fair, and there was a lot of hype with Fable. I mean, mm-hmm. Fable was like supposed to be this grand, epic, you know... It was supposed to be it's a game to, to cha- end all games. Yeah, it was supposed to be the, the change in all gaming. And when it did come out, you were just like, okay, this is really good. It mm-hmm. is a really good game. The mechanics are good. The story is, is you know, it was fairly decent. Yeah. But it didn't have everything that he said it had. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it was, I believe, under 20 hours. The original was like between 12 to 20 hours you could beat it in. I think so. And to make up for that, they made it brutally hard in places. Right. And the second one was that way, too. The second one, I remember I bought it on a Friday, Mm -hmm. and on Sunday evening, I was like, son of a bitch, I beat it already. (laughs) That game has such an Eh. anti-climax. We won't spoil a whole lot, but basically, when you get to the end, you're like, cool, I'm going to have this big showdown with a villain. It's going to be great. No, it's one hit. It's over. Jack of Blades. No, that's the first one. That's the first one, yeah. Oh, oh, never mind. No, in this this one, it's some asshole who's ruined your whole life, basically. So Jack of Blades? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but, and then I hope that they can actually build a little bit more on the world, build a little bit more on 
a story and stuff like that and make it a big world. I would love for them to be able to deliver on the promises they couldn't, you right. know, 19 years or 15 years ago. That would be amazing. I don't need any trees built, you know, or trees grown. Well, I don't but... mean like that, but I mean, there were more promises that I can't even think of. Oh, yeah. But Fable was supposed to be the game. Um. Well, maybe they can do it now. Maybe they can actually... I mean, especially That's what I'm since hoping for. it have they only started development, or is this more like I can't tell you. Right. I just have what for all we know, this could be a bunch of guys at their company, like you know what? Yeah, let's do Fable, <laughs> you know, and do a press release right now. They get drunk and do a press release on it. <laughs> to be fair, they have been rumoring Fable to be working on Fable for the last okay. year or better. Well, I bet if okay. it so if it comes out for next gen, like the Scarlet and and stuff like that, then they probably could put it where. Hmm. You can plant a tree and come back seven years later. Because, you know, people are going to still have those. I don't even have my original Xbox. Is this real time? It was supposed to be, yeah. So, like, real seven years. So like, seven real years. Okay. Like, as of now, that tree is supposed to be well into its life cycle. Okay. That'd be so, cool. So, speaking about broken promises, <laughs> we have the Atari VCS, and uh, there's been a lot of stink over that. Uh, it's still one of those consoles that... Was rumored earlier this year and still isn't out. And now, supposedly, they are teaming with AntStream. And it's... I've got a lot lot of... Uh, it was one of those things I looked at when they announced the Atari VCS. Mm-hmm. Supposedly, it's going to have the complete Atari library on it, which is 300 games that Atari made yes. themselves. <laughs> And it's less than uh, 500 megabytes. I was going to say, right. two, two megabytes of memory used. Right, and it fits on a floppy disk. Uh, but the Atari VCS was supposed to be a step in the old and a step towards the new. Because they had a new joystick. They actually made a wireless joystick, and it looked kind of neat. Does this one work? Supposedly. Well, <laughs> right now, to be honest, everything that they've showed of it, nothing works. Yeah, that's that's right. That's what I was reading, yeah. There is not even a a tangible item, you know. It's like, oh well, uh, we're gonna we're gonna release this with a, a new processor. Mm-hmm. Like, wouldn't you guys be able to match the launch date that you've already set ahead? You would have to uh, start from scratch again. So you guys haven't been working on it. You know, when a console comes out, everyone thinks like, oh, it's coming out, you know, mm-hmm. November 22nd. So that means they'll start building consoles the month ahead. No. They're building already in August. Yep. July, August. They're already starting to pump them out then. Just to meet projected numbers. Right. Let's Just co- to even start it. I mean, that's what happened with like Doom, uh, Doom, Duke Nukem Forever was, oh, we've got this cool game, but there's this better graphics engine. So we're going to switch to it. Okay. Oh, dude, we got this demo we just showed at E3. It looks fantastic. But the tech's a little outdated because it took us too long to convert. So we're going to convert again. Okay. That sounds like what they're doing, but this seems a little bit shadier than that. So uh, They had an Indiegogo for it. Uh, we've talked about it briefly, I believe. It was going to be 350 something like that. It was going to be over $300 for one. But hmm. they keep pushing back launch dates and... Nobody's actually ever seen anything mm-hmm. for, and that's the thing. Like when you go to E3 and you have something under glass, and people are like, "Oh, is that it?" And they're like, "Well, no, that's just a prototype. That's just the shell of it." Uh huh. So there's no hardware in that. No, and that's the controller, right? So you're like, the hardware you have spec for it, will it even fit in that case? Right. 
So, who knows? They're, they were stout, saying that it was going to have, you know, 4K gaming and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. The, the, the tech specs that I just pulled up off of PocketLint.com says it's got a Raven Ridge 2 AMD processor in it. It's Ryzen-based, and it's going to have 4 gigs of DDR4 uh, for the 400 series system. And then, supposedly, they're going to have an 800 series system, and it's going to have 8 gigs in it. And supposedly it's supposed to be upgradable. And it comes with 32 gigs of uh, EMMC built-in flash base memory is what that is. And it's going to also support external hard drives. HDMI 2.0. It's going to support 2.4 slash 5 gigahertz Wi-Fi, Bluetooth 4.0. It's also going to have a gigabit uh, Ethernet port on it and four USB 3.1 ports. So it's saying all it's, that? it's HDCP 2.2 compliant. That's high definition copyright protection 2.2 okay. compliant. Uh, it's going to be Linux, Linux. Sorry, gentlemen. Linux OS based or on a, uh, it's going to have Ubuntu. That'll make a lot of people happy. Yeah, Linux based. Uh, but all of this is just specs that they've thrown, and but we have no. Yeah, we haven't even seen a motherboard have, of it yet. Yeah, we've no. We have no proof of concept. There's nothing here. Mm-hmm. So. Excuse me. They're they're saying that it's supposed to give a full PC experience to your TV. Okay. Uh, but that's the bad part is is they're saying 4K resolution, HDR, and 60 frames per second. Well, and on top of all this, haven't they been like promising, oh, we're going to release an update, you know, in July. July comes and you don't hear a whisper. Oh, well, that's okay, because we're going to release this big update. You're going to be really excited. We're going to do it in August. August rolls around. Nothing. They they refuse to do updates on it. Right. And that's the bad thing now, too, is because whenever it first started, they had two different style of console, and there were not there wasn't different guts in them, the way that they made it sound in the originally. They just had the sleeker black-looking one that was all black and had the red logo on it, mm-hmm. which I, I thought was kind of aesthetically pleasing. And then they had the wood grain-looking one. It was wood grain and black as well. That's cool. Yeah, and it, it you know it was that throwback to the old nostalgia of, of Atari. But now that they're they've got these two different ones that come in at different price points, they're saying I've got the pricing here for Pocket Lint, uh, three eighty nine for the VCS eight hundred system. And the 400 is going to be 250. Hmm. Uh, the 250 uh, for the 400 system uh, is supposed to be at 1080p output, and the 800 system is supposed to be 4K 60. Okay. But who's going to buy that? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, who cares? This is old Atari. I games. want two. I'll take two of them, please. I'll take one of each. Their and Indie, half of the third one. Their Indiegogo was successful. I mean, mm-hmm. it wasn't like that it was just a, a hit and miss deal. And their controller looks nice. I mean, I I think they're con- they actually have like an Xbox style controller and it looks really pleasing. But I just don't understand why on earth after they put put it back and put it back and put it back, now they're claiming March twentieth of twenty twenty. Who knows? Damn it, that's right before Godzilla vs. Kong comes out. Well, I know what I'm spending my money on. Godzilla vs. Kong? I would just hope no. Who likes that movie? (laughs) I wasn't talking. It's okay. (laughs) Who? (laughs) Uh, I'm usually a lot happier, at least if a company will come out and say, 
we don't have it ready. We're not fast yeah, enough. Just be We're not good straight enough. Straight up with you. With just us. yeah. Be transparent. Right. Just be transparent. Say we screwed up. Um, we ordered we ordered these cheap processors, or mm-hmm. we tried to find a different supplier because we thought it would make us more money, and yada yada yada. You don't even have to be that transparent. Just say a, a good example. No, this is more in the software realm, but would have been Mass Effect Andromeda. If your game's not done, your game's not done. I forget that game exists. Most people do. <laughs> Just tell me. Yep. Come out and say, look, our game's not done. It's not up to our standards. We we're going to have to put it back a year. You know? All right. That's fine. Because that- I would rather wait that extra year and get a game that not only do I love, if I really enjoy the game, I'll go back and I'll play it through again. And yes. I'll play through again. And I'll play through again. Because it's a really fulfilling experience game-wise. I'm like, oh, dude, you know, like the Mass Effect trilogy. I've been through that trilogy all three games probably 10 times mm-hmm. over the past 10 years and just i'll keep coming back to him because i love the characters i love the dialogue i love the storyline i love the plot twists yeah I, I love everything about it so give me a completed game i think a lot of that is publishers you know well, it's just well the publisher's like dude we need to we need to beat the christmas market so uh-huh. this you know i get it they're back there cracking the whip because they're wanting their money, they want their part of the deal, and I get that. But, but I just—I'm with uh, you though. Like transparency would be very nice. I wish they'd have done that for Metal Gear Solid Five, which I just beat this morning. The last third of the game was completely cut out because Kojima left, so it's not really an end to a game. There's a plot twist. And okay, that's about it. That brings me into another discussion that goes with that. I did not buy Metal Gear. For full retail price. I have every other Metal Gear game beyond mm-hmm. this. And I'm going to add here, these are my thoughts and my opinions and not necessarily the thoughts and opinions of Gamer Discretion Advised. So, I did not buy that game mm-hmm. because there was a lot of turmoil. There was a lot of fluff going on with Konami and Kojima. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want my money going into a product that I can't honestly say that I backed completely. I wasn't for sure yeah. how they were how they were handling it. There was a lot of negativity floating around about it. Uh, there's been nothing definitive brought out about it. But it was still one of those things that that's how I voted on that game. Mm-hmm. That's how I voted was with my wallet. And that's not that's normally the best decision you can make about it too. Is right. voting with your wallet. So. Uh, and, and and it's sad to say that too, um, because it it really is a, a marveling game. It really is a spectacular yeah, game. There was some great stuff in that, and they worked really hard on it. And mm-hmm. it's not like it's just Kojima that works on those games. You know, you've got you know tireless workers. Being, Seven minutes worth of credits. I'd hope there's more people than that. Right, working their working tooth and nail to do that product. Mm-hmm. And if you if you looked at the insider stuff that goes on, a lot of those guys work unpaid overtime. Right. There's a lot of crunch going on in the video game mm-hmm. industry. Well, and that's that's a scary word right now in the video game industry is mm-hmm. the word crunch. That's kind of become starting to become a taboo thing is the word crunch. Uh, Red Dead Redemption Two was another one of those massive games that you know they felt put a lot of people on pressure and. You know, if you weren't working whenever the heads guys come around, mm-hmm. you might not be uh, 
You might not have your job tomorrow. Right. Or you may not get your bonus at the end of the of, of the thing if you missed a day or something came up. Okay. Even Mortal Kombat 11 was doing the same thing. It was trying to crunch for time. They could they didn't get all the online stuff worked out, so when it shipped, people were pissed at how hard the game was. It was completely unfair. But with that being with that all being in consideration here, um it is why I, me, Mark, uh, as a consumer and not as gamer DA, I will not buy Borderlands 3. Mm-hmm. I will not put money into a company that I feel has... Um, there's a lot of allegations against Gearbox's head, Randy Pitchford. Mm-hmm. And like I, I really want to stress that these are my own personal opinions, but... I I use that mad formula. Uh, did you guys ever see Lucky Number Eleven? Yes, one of Never my favorite movies. Okay, so when Lucky Number Eleven, you've seen it. <laughs> Mark wasn't talking or anything. <laughs> Sorry. He makes the comment. There, there was a, a a point where a comment is made that if some guy calls you a horse, you call him a son of a bitch. <laughs> the second guy that walks up and says, "Hey, you're a horse," you punch him in the nose. The third guy comes around and calls you a horse. You don't buy his video game. Well, maybe it's time you buy a saddle. (laughs) So, with all the allegations, and that's all they are at this point right now, are allegations against Pitchford. Um, He's used the money for his own personal uses. And, you know, it... I can't honestly say he's got, you know, he's got assault charges against him in Mm -hmm. some aspects. Uh, all all allegations, nothing's been proven, and and or anything like that. But all the all the dirt that's starting to pile up about this guy makes me not feel comfortable supporting this studio. And as a consumer, that's your right. Exactly, you have the right to say no. Exactly. But it's also bad too because there, Randy Pitchford is not the only thing at Gearbox. Mm-hmm. There are all those hard, hard workers that work there and put love and put all their time into a game. And, you know, but you also have to consider, too, they also work for that. Mm-hmm. They work for that person. The same way Konami's workers work for Konami. You know, if they felt like they were being unjustified, you know, in Japan, I guess it is a little different than in America. Yeah. America, you can just be like, you know what, the heck with it, and go. I'm not. I don't know how worker workers go in Japan. I don't know if they have that freedom like we do here mm-hmm. to just pick up and say, I'm done. I'll work for somebody else. And they do have a different work ethic in general. Correct. From right. what we've what we've learned. Mm-hmm. Um, but my rant ends with, I'm not purchasing games for retail price. Spending money towards things that I can't get behind myself, I I, I take my stand that way, and I know it's a small hill to stand on. And what what's one sixty dollar purchase to them? Nothing. Mm-hmm. But in the end, it makes me feel more like I've chosen morally against that. The same way, if I'd heard that you know someone was being sexist towards women, and and you know or treating their workers poorly in that same manner. Look, they were just allegations. I promise I didn't actually do it. (laughs) 
Randy Pitchford has actually kind of sidestepped all that and just pretended like nothing's happened. Yeah. The dude was performing magic on a stage. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I can't remember if it was at E3 or what when they were announcing Borderlands 3. He was performing live magician tricks, and he'd had a lot of other allegations against him, more heinous than just taking money and, yeah. and pushing people. Well, the big one that hits me kind of hard... Not even ignoring like some of the bigger major ones is how he treats the voice actors, because although these are just allegations, they are pretty heavy-handed allegations. Right, taking royalties from people who have worked for you for years and years—that that's not just underhanded. That's just a dick move. To to put a little undertone to this, Randy was accused of uh, pushing. Uh, the voice of Claptrap, his name escapes me right now, and I apologize for that. But they had had a verbal altercation in a hotel room, or not in a hotel room, ex- extract that, in a hotel lobby. Mm-hmm. Um, from what I've gathered, from what I read, uh, Randy was asked to give royalties to the voice of Claptrap from the original Borderlands. Because that 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 dude volunteered his voice for mm-hmm. a very major character. Was, uh, I looked it up for you, David Eddings? I believe that's it. Okay. He gave his voice to, you know, the original Claptrap. He is Claptrap to a lot yeah. of people. He, he's the fan favorite. Everybody loves mm-hmm. Claptrap. Right. You can't have a Borderlands without a Claptrap. He's, only, he can. He's, he's the only reason I ever played the other ones. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, Claptrap is in... There is a Claptrap in the new one. He's just... Ah, right. He they, is voiced by Jim Faronda. So, hmm. they replaced him in the new one. Because they asked him to come back for three. And he said, yeah, if you give me royalties... Mm-hmm. Like, you pay me what you agreed to pay me in contract. Sure, I'll come back. I don't even know if they even had a contract for it. But it was just one of those deals where Borderlands, the original Borderlands, made a ton of money. And that it got, was kind of an unexpectedly big hit, yeah. And it was, to be honest, Borderlands wasn't even Borderlands. Borderlands, in the if you ever seen the original trailer for Borderlands, it wasn't supposed to be like this cartoony. Have you ever seen the original trailer for Borderlands? I have not. Can't say I have. It was going to be like this epic. Sh- I assume it was going to be a shooter still, but it wasn't going to have cell shaded CGI graphics in it. It was going to actually have full rendered CGI in it. Hmm. It wasn't going to be the cartoony gun, a bazillion guns that it was supposed to be. Uh, I remember, crud, it's been 06. That's how long ago the tr- the original wow. Borderlands trailer was. But yeah, we'll have to dig it up and watch it sometime. I might. But uh, it was very... It was... It was it was actually more um, serious toned, it looked, from that trailer that they showed. I am glad they went with the tone they did, especially in Borderlands 2. Because the writer for that, I can't remember his name, but he worked on an internet show called Hey Ash, What You Playing? And that guy has one hell of a sense of humor, and I'm more than happy that he wrote the second one. But yeah, I I think they made the right choice cuz you have enough serious looking, you know, realistic looking shooters out there. It's nice to have something a little different. That's why I like Borderlands in the first place was the different look. It's not like Zelda where it's an established franchise. Just take a new direction with your IP. Right. With the Randy Pitchford thing, like I I also wanted Totally stressed. These are all allegations. Mm-hmm. 
They're all allegations right now. There's nothing definitive or set in stone that he did any of this. Um, but all the other things that he's been accused of, which, you know, is all hearsay and, you know, that there's lawyers and stuff involved in, in the case. Mm-hmm. It, it just makes me leery. It just makes me wonder, you know, so many allegations, maybe something's possibly true. And, you know, I'll wait it out. I'll wait. You know, what's the worst that could happen? It, you know, he gets his name cleared and everything is fine. Mm-hmm. But for somebody that is innocent, I don't, I don't know. He, it's, it's just, it's just an odd scenario altogether. Well, like I said, as a consumer, it's entirely your right to be suspicious, and you're probably right to be suspicious. Right. But that I'm I'm with you when, like when Metal Gear Solid Five came out, I didn't buy it because Hideo Kojima was kicked off the project. That was shady to me. So now with this, I'm not going to buy Borderlands Three. Not so much for the same reasons, but definitely because it's not. It doesn't click with me as the right thing to do. Right. Especially for my cheap-ass wallet. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that's the thing, too. If I'm spending $60 on a game, it's out of f- pure love for that game. Mm-hmm. Metal Gear Solid is one of those games that I've always paid full retail for. Metal Gear 4, day one, had to have it. Mm-hmm. It's the reason I bought a PlayStation 3. The whole reason I went out and bought a PlayStation 3 was to play... In fact, I used to call it my Metal Gear... <laughs> my Metal Gear <laughs> Metal Solid Gear console. Yeah. Um, but that's... That, I. Those are one of those big temple events that I don't... Spare the expense. You've got to have it. It's coming out. It's like when Halo was the game for Xbox. When you played Xbox, you played it to play Halo. Right. Yeah. So, um, but that's, that's my, my opinion on Borderlands 3. I, I wished, I wish those guys the best of luck, the ones that did work on it. Mm -hmm. It does sound like it's doing really well on PC. There was also a big kerfuffle with the Epic Game Store and then pulling out of uh, Steam, there's all sorts of bad blood on on mm-hmm. Gearbox's front door. So I, I hope I hope maybe something good comes out of all of it. So, but uh, with uh, Nintendo thinking about them, Switch Lite got released, and we're not hearing a whole lot of good things out of it. Supposedly they've got Joy-Con. Well, can't call it a Joy-Con anymore since nope. it doesn't detach. Nope. We've got hmm. Joystick Drift. The Switch Lite is basically a fully portable Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. It doesn't dock. It doesn't go into a docking a docking port, so you can't plug it into your TV. Right. And the controllers don't come off, so it's like a really big fat ass Game Boy. <laughs> or a Linux. Or not not Linux. Lynx. The Lynx. Yeah, the Atari <laughs> yeah. Lynx. Yeah. Uh, that sucks too. Cause I mean, it does look like a nice system. The screen's only slightly smaller than the Switch. Uh, it's five and a half inches, which is the same. Which well, it's that's about just, average. That's a just a yeah. <laughs> that's what they always tell you. <laughs> just a I I can't remember what size the Vita screen was. I think it was five. About the think, size of a Vita, right? Right. Vita size. <laughs> yeah. I think the Vita was actually five inches. I can't remember. I'll look that up while we discuss this. Hmm. But Five isn't bad. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they say. It is how you use it, and you couldn't use the Vita for shit, so. <clears throat> the Vita was a good console, though. I mean, it was a good portable console. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't really play it as much as I should have, maybe. 
But uh, it got a lot of good games on it. You know, they had the uh, PlayStation Plus where you also got free games on it and the PS3 and the PS4. Mm-hmm. So, and a lot of good games did come to the Vita, but it just didn't have enough to sustain it. And PlayStation didn't really advertise it that much. I, I wish they would have pushed it a little harder than what they did. I think it's... It, well, of course, it was way power, more powerful than the 3DS. It was just a better operating, better functioning... Portable. And also, uh, the games and stuff on it, they came on little cards kind of like the uh, the Switch did as well. They were... Just All I remember is that Peace Walker happened, and Peace Walker was really good, supposedly. I think that Allegedly. was... Everyone that I knew that had a Vita had theirs modded to play ROMs. Yeah. I yeah. remember playing Star Fox on it. I just remember that we were playing Super Mario Bros. on it, and I was like, oh, you can play Nintendo games on a PlayStation? <laughs> you could also on the PSP as well. So, I mean... Really? Yeah, the PSP was really... It was one of those that was really into... Uh, there was a big mod community behind it, too. Nice. So, the cool thing though with the Vita was though, it had backward. It had a uh, you could play PS One games and stuff on it. That's all I want is I want to be able to play the classics. That's why the 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 new Nintendo Mini became so popular because you get to play the old game. Okay, that's actually a bad example because you know the Wii Store and the Wii U Store and the Switch Store all have right. Them. But like PlayStation classics don't get as much. Love as they need to, I think. Right. Well, I think... To me, sorry, there's only a handful, for me, I'm just saying, Mm -hmm. there's only a handful of classic PlayStation games that I consider, like, even worrying about. There may be eight. You know? Those are eight really good games, though. Well, yeah, those games were great. Mm -hmm. You know, Resident Evil 2, Resident Evil, Warhawk. Resident Evil 3. You played Warhawk? Yeah. I used to like Warhawk. Descent... Uh, Twisted Metal. Twisted Metal. Twisted Metal 2. There was, oh, Super 8? Or... It was like Twisted Metal. Vigilante oh, 8. Oh, Vigilante, Vigilante 8. 8. Yeah, I couldn't remember the name I thought of that it. was for the 64. They it, had it on... It was it multi-console. Out, yeah. Was it? Okay. Yeah. I remember on the original PlayStation, you could start the game, pick your level, pause it, open the disc, pull the game out, and then put in your favorite music CD, and then you could select the track. Close the lid, and then you could battle to Eminem or Metallica. What, you couldn't do that on the 64 version? No, I guess not. <laughs> they were working on it with the Dolphin That's peripheral really that cool, never though. came out. <laughs> um, Dino Crisis. The, the 64 DD, they were going to call it. Uh, don't forget Colony Wars. Oh, I for- completely forgot about Colony Wars 2 was the shiznit. I actually so, had your copy of Colony Wars somewhere. Yeah, no, I have. You got, I got it back from you. It's You may still have it then. <laughs> I don't have nothing to play it on. Came to that conclusion. Sorry, I have nothing to play it on, so it doesn't matter. I've but never seen you. Well, it's twice, nice to have baby. it though, right? <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen him before? No, uh, never. Well, twice. <laughs> well, twice, baby. Um, the Vita had a five-inch screen on it, so a little bit bigger than the Vita. But yeah, with the Joy-Con drift, though, it's or I keep wanting to call it a Joy-Con. <laughs> the joystick drift on it—that's kind of a bummer because. 
You can't just rip them off and send them in. You've got to send that whole console in or take yep. it back to where you got it. I mean, it's still it's still in that 30-day window of purchase, so I would probably take mine back and get a new one if I was them. I wouldn't want to be stuck with that. That's yeah, why I normally but, read the reviews online and decide, hmm, I better not get that in the first place. Right. I never buy and the, then first, I end up doing it anyway. the first gen of anything anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, take that Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> I've had a bad habit of doing that because... I'm I'm a child and I can't wait. <laughs> That's my big problem. Are you a child or are you Stevie Nicks? I can't wait. I, I'm done. Thank okay. you. Oh God, thank you. So right, I should do it with my Creed rendition of it. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> uh, you know, speaking of old games and stuff like that, uh, the Sega Genesis, that mini console that they released, it's actually doing really well from what I've heard. Uh, I actually didn't know. I don't know a whole lot about it. So, what is on it? Uh, Let me phrase it. Is Primal Rage on it? No. Then I'm not interested. <laughs> next. <laughs> <laughs> What's your next mini console? What do you got for me? Does, does it, it have Primal? Does rage? it have Primal Rage? <laughs> does it have Primal Rage? <laughs> does it have uh, Clay Fighters? Clay Fighters. I never got into, but I really wanted to because the cover art was amazing. Does it have Unicycle? <laughs> Uniracer. <laughs> yeah, Uniracer. Yeah. You can put it on your Super Nintendo Classic. Word. Yeah. So, but the Sega Genesis Mini, it looked uh, it looked good. I mean, it looked like a really good games lineup. I'll pull up the games here while we discuss it. Okay. Let's do that. Uh, the only bad side was is it only came with the three-button controllers here in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Uh, Japan got the six-button controllers. But, and they're damn extra buttons. I know. But the good thing is, uh, at games and... Or not at games, excuse me. At games made the old crummy Sega <laughs> consoles. Uh, 8-Bit Doe, and there's one Doe! other company... Uh, but 8-Bit Doe has made a wireless six-button Genesis controller. And it, it looks really good. Uh, I just watched a video of ETA Prime. He was mm. testing one out, and it it was he was pulling Hadoukens and stuff like that on Street Fighter. Hadouken. Nice. So I mean, it's it's up to snuff. It looks really good. I sure always, you can. If it's sorry made by Eight <laughs> Bit Doe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we are paying attention. I promise. It's okay. <laughs> it's only his ego. He'll yep. be fine. But. I just don't know why they'd have the gall just to release a three-button controller here. I know we don't have the Japanese third arm, but at the same time, why? Because console exclusivity shouldn't really be a thing anymore. I don't Um, know if that's the right term for it, but... uh, It has to do with... When we got the the console here in America, we got that three-button controller. Mm -hmm. Actually, as soon as I seen that three-button controller, like I had this wave of emotion over me thinking about being a kid holding that monstrosity because it was big for (laughs) me as a child. Uh, And then you touched it and realized it needed three more buttons on it. Yeah. Uh, I've still yet to put hands on one, but it's... I will eventually grab one. I'll probably be my Christmas gift this year. Honestly, I don't. I don't doubt that I'd get one too because I wanted to get the Super NES Mini, but I have all the Super NES games, so there's no point. Right. Uh, it is one of those things that I like seeing the little minis on the shelf. I have all my original consoles, mm-hmm. but I also like having that miniature version of it now. I mean, I've got the PlayStation 1, the Super Nintendo 1, and the regular Nintendo 1, and now I feel kind of like, oh, damn it, I have to buy this <laughs> one. 
So if they make all. A, if they make a sixty four mini, I'm gonna lose my shit. He wants it all. I bet eventually and he wants it now. Sorry, I don't Easy. get it. It's only Queen references. <laughs> uh, eventually, I would say we'll probably see one. I would like to see a sixty-four mini. I would love, and it's I hope this with... one hacks. It has a Go joystick ahead. that works. <laughs> you, did you guys see that they? Somebody found concept of the uh, sixty-four control. It had a big joystick on it. It had like a big head on it, and it looked really cool. I seen that online not too long ago. I wish I could remember the site that I seen it on. But yeah, I seen that they were talking about concepts for the N64 controller, nice. and I thought, man, a joystick you could actually use. <laughs> I had so many sore thumbs from that goddamn joystick trying to practice Glacius's moves on Killer Instinct Gold. The worst thing about it is if you turn the console on with pressure on the joystick, when it mm-hmm. the the it system yeah the system would read it at zero. So you would start playing Turok, and like he'd be looking at the floor the whole time, <laughs> and you you would try to look up, but the game would only move the character could only move his gun yep. like maybe an inch because it was like no you can't go that way. It was just because it zeroed out at whatever position it was. So you always had to make sure that it was laying flat down when you. And it even said in the instruction manual on how to power up the system, mm-hmm. make sure the controller is laying down so that when you kick on the power, it knows what zero is. Uh- the bad thing about a Nintendo 64 Mini, the the console, of course, you could make it tiny, but the mm-hmm. controllers are so darn big. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, like you, if you put it, try to put it in a box the same size as the Super Nintendo Mini or the NES Mini, <laughs> it just wouldn't fit. It would just fit, take up every bit of the real estate in it. <laughs> well, if you could just take that controller. Whatever. I don't, I'm just. I'm I just, could just see. Can we it have now. a Rob the robot peripheral to play to use the third. A handle on the joystick while you use the other two. Yeah. That's what I really want. Especially for WWE. I found a picture <laughs> online. No it showed a bunch of young people playing a 64. And they were literally fucking holding it completely incorrect. They're holding it. They're trying to like take up two yeah. handles with one arm. No, they're using their uh, index and thumb to move the joystick. They're setting it on their lap. And I've, then they're holding it in the right oh, hand. Wow. And they're doing this. I've seen they're people trying, play yeah. like that yeah. even back in the day. Uh one of the guys that we went to school with, when he would play games on it, he would hold it by the outer two arms of it because, you know, it's got the three mm-hmm. tiers. But he would hold it by the outer two arms of it, and then he would extend his thumb all the way over to the joystick while holding on to the edge of it. And I I wonder how he played Goldeneye then. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, he was still better than I was at KI2. <laughs> so... <laughs> But yeah, I, that's a good question. I've seen multiple people hold the controller that way on the outer arms and try to extend their arm, their thumb into the joystick. This is one of the few cases where I think it would be best not to include the original controller. I mean, nostalgia is one thing, but practicality is something else entirely. Right. So. If it'll if it'll Bluetooth connect to my uh, Xbox Elite controller, we'll be good. Yeah, that would be nice. But Even a Switch controller would be nice. Well, they they've got the eight bit dough. There's little transmitters for the Super Nintendo one that lets mm-hmm. you use a Bluetooth. It's got a Bluetooth. Andy, I think, has some of those. So uh, I bought the 2.4 gigahertz one that works with the Super Nintendo ones. I bought Luna one for uh, her classic, so she wouldn't have to be sitting right on top of it to play it. Mm-hmm. It's also got a hot button fix on it, too, where you can hold down two buttons on it like the select and down at the same time for like two or three seconds and it takes you back to the menu okay instead of having to sit there and hit the reset button on the console itself okay cool so but 
Yeah, that's that's our that's the Sega Genesis Mini. Uh, you were asking what games it came yes. with on it. Uh, Altered Beast is on it. No, no, it's sold then. Uh, well, Altered Beast is like a, a default. Alex Kidd in the Enchanted Castle. Okay. Uh, Contra Hardcore. Ooh, nice. Comic Zone. There's Comic a bunch Zone. on this list. I won't. I won't. I, there's no reason to dig into because most of you won't care. But. Uh, Castlevania Bloodlines, that's a pretty big one. Man, if I didn't already own that game, I would jump at that. You have it on Genesis? I do not. Do I have, have it on... Uh, there's a Castlevania collection with it in- included. I can play Castlevania 1, 2, 3, uh, Bloodlines, Super, Super Rondo Blood... Maybe, no, not Rondo Blood, that's in a different package. But I can play all of those on a PlayStation. I can play Nintendo games on a PlayStation. I love it. Yeah, they've got that. Did you pick up that two pack that had uh, Symphonies I of the did Night, not. and it had Rondo of Blood with it as well? Yes, that's that's the one. So yeah. it's only twenty bucks, I believe. I might get it at some. I I knew they were both coming out, so I had to pick which one I was going for. So right, I went with more bang for my buck. And just the other day, I finally beat Drac- or, uh, Dracula's Curse, Castlevania Three. That's the best. It is the best. It is stupid hard. Yes. To hell with that game. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it was rough. It is so much fun though. Uh, that I used the music for uh, Castlevania Three in one of my minis that I did. Nice. I love Three. Three is one of those that I will. Me and Steve could sit and talk about it because he he loved that. He loves Castlevania. Mm-hmm. His favorite game to this day will still always be Symphonies of the Night. I've I've always wanted to find him a Saturn copy of it, but they're so ridiculously expensive. For a Saturn version I of it, that. and supposedly the Saturn version is the definitive version of it. They say that it's got frame rate issues on it, but it's got an extra alternative character to play as on it too. Who's that? I believe it was a female character. I'm not for sure. Probably Maria then. Yeah, uh, but yeah, they they've always said that that's the definitive version to play. Does it have a gold tyrant once you beat the battle mode? I don't think so. <laughs> I remember you uh, Resident Eviling us on that, but Earthworm Jim. Okay. Echo the Dolphin, uh, Eternal <laughs> Champions. And what, you don't want to play Mortal Kombat with I, I a, can't even a green finish. suit dude that looks like Cyclops? I love it. Hey, I with a flat it. top? <laughs> yeah, no joke. Uh, Ghouls and Ghosts, Golden Axe, Gunstar Heroes, Kid Chameleon, Landstalker. Let's see what else here. Light Crusader, uh, Mega Man the Wily Wars. Do you know what that is? <laughs> I do not. That is Mega Man 1, 2, and 3 for oh. the Genesis 16-bit. Uh, I watched a video so of like them. Mario All-Stars. Yeah. Of. That is awesome. I watched them play Mega Man 2, and it looked really good. I That might get me into Mega Man. Yeah, that, me too. it looked really good. Like 8-bit's nostalgic, but 16-bit is just gorgeous. Yeah, Monster World 4, Fantasy Star 4. I was kind of confused why they stuck the fourth Fantasy Star on there, but it, it is the online. best. It was It was one of the better ones. Uh, Shining Force, Road Rash Two. Did you ever, do? You, do you ever see Road Rash? Yes, um, I vaguely recall. I think the the only Road Rash I ever played was there one on the sixty four. Maybe it was PlayStation. Yeah, there was. I, there may have been on both. I can't remember. Uh, I know there was a Road Rally on sixty four. But you were basically on a crotch rocket, and you had like chains and bats and stuff like that, and you attacked other metal. Yeah, it it was pretty. It was stupid, but it was fun. <laughs> Just like Eternal Champion. Right. Uh, 
Sonic Spinball, Sonic the Hedgehog 1 and 2, Space Harrier 2, Street Fighter 2 Special Championship Edition. Turbo Extra Super Supreme. Yeah. With (laughs) hold the black olives. That... (laughs) That's the reason to own a six-button controller is for Street Fighter 2. Because it's... You have to go into the menu and set what you want to use for the three buttons to, you know, do your moves and stuff like that. But with the six buttons, you don't. It just Uh automatically... It takes it away for you. Uh, Streets of Rage 2. Strider. uh, Swords of Vermilion. That was on Japanese. Dang it. That would have been a good one to have. Swords of Vermilion is a good game. Uh, for some reason, oh, and Toe Jam and Earl and Virtua Fighter 2, Vector Man, I don't see Vector Man 2 on this list of anywhere. I don't hear, uh, Sonic 3 on there, so. It's not. Sonic 3 is kind of like the bastard stepchild of the Sonic games. I've heard of Knuckles, the best character. Yeah, the Echidna, and there's no Sonic and Knuckles. So, that was another, that would have been another one they could have put on there. Yeah. Maybe we'll see another they one of these. put Sonic Pinball on there, but not, eh, whatever. Yeah, Sonic Pinball was on there. Maybe we'll see another one of these. Maybe they're waiting to launch or to release all the, like, three and all the others on another one. But well, Like we were saying, how how much better would it have been had they just put more games on each peripheral? Oh, yeah. And if you're going to have those little build-up peripherals for them. Make them have a function. Yeah. It's like Amiibos. They were useless at first until people started giving them actual functionality in games. Uh, but, yeah, this this is the it, it's the definitive Sega miniature console to own they've had other ones made by at games but they had a company called m2 developed for it and sega actually they actually finally made something worth a damn so <laughs> for the first time since 2006 it's been a while <laughs> it, it it's it's definitely gonna get get brought into my home because i just i love it it How just looks it? cool it's 79 dollars Ooh, that's a little pricey yeah It'll come down eventually, but it's still cool. Um, with that, though, they, they're they going to make out a TurboGrafx-16 like that as well. <laughs> I, I don't know a single game on the TurboGrafx-16. Oh, Bonk. I've, yeah. Never been, mind. I know one game on the TurboGrafx-16. <laughs> I, I don't know if I've ever discussed the TurboGrafx-16 mini on, this, on the podcast, but... A lot of what I played, like Alien Crush, that was a pinball game. Blazing Lasers is a shoot 'em up. Uh, th- there's a lot of really good games on here. Games that most people never, most people in the states never had a chance to play. Hmm. Uh, but Bonk was Bonk was one of those games that Adventures or Bonk's Adventure, the first one, was really cool. I enjoyed uh, it. Yeah. Yeah, I've got the first two Bonk games on my on mine. Uh, I kind of wished they would have put the first... They're not putting the first one on there. Mm-hmm. Bonk's Adventure is not on there. Bonk's Revenge is, though. I don't know why they skipped Bonk's Adventure. Okay. Uh, Victory Run, that was kind of like a... Oh, uh, OutRun game. Uh, behind the car uh, hmm. kind of deal. Utopia is going to be on it. Dungeon Explorer. R-Type. Did you ever play R-Type? Briefly. R-Type's going to be on it. It was not what I thought it was going to be. That's but cool. It was interesting. Yeah. Uh, but there's a bunch of other games on here you probably have never heard of. Uh, the Japanese... It's going to have some Japanese titles on it, too. They're going to put 50 titles on it completely for the U.S. 
I'm looking forward to it just because I never expected it. Mm-hmm. Konami owns the rights to it. Konami owns the rights to to uh, NEC, I assume, um, because they're the one putting this out. And NEC is the one who owned the TurboGrafx-16 back then. So, huh. Konami's coming back. Yeah, they that's pretty cool. To. And they're doing it with classic stuff. They're not coming out with, you know, Metal Gear 6 or anything mm-hmm. like that. I mean, they kind of tried with that. What was the spinoff Metal Gear game that they just Survive? Drew? Yeah. Yeah. They tried, but it's just not. It. They tried with uh, uh, Silent Hills. I was excited about that, but it once again, Kojima. Right. Kojima. Um, there was a little Easter egg in Metal Gear Survive where I don't remember what you have to do, but you get to a certain part on the map, and in Japanese, there's a message from the development team saying that they like, we love Kojima, or we support That's him, cool. or something like that. So it was hidden in there just far enough to where the executives or whoever couldn't find it. One thing I found interesting while playing through Metal Gear Solid Five was uh, you can pick up radio tapes from random enemy bases. Yeah. Uh, one of them was 204863, which is the message that keeps repeating in the PT Silent Hills teaser game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you spare it out numer- numerically, it says hell, but that was Kojima's way of saying, hey, that was his teaser for PT. Okay. I found that really cool. He's, uh, he's... Either that or I'm a liar. He's in his own little universe. I mean, because Death Stranding's coming out. Mm-hmm. I'm still not quite sure what that game's about. It's I a P simulator. He may... <laughs> I did see that. Where he's... Yeah. <laughs> it's what it is. It, it's also a ladder simulator. Babies in ladders and pee. Yep. <laughs> Sound, uh, Growing mo- It's just my fungus. Hideo Kojima simulator. <laughs> it's my normal Monday night. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ladders and pee and babies. Right. Uh, <laughs> it's it's kind of weird you know, that he went from having everything to there was a moment you didn't know what he was going to do next, and now he's making whatever the hell Death Stranding is, which we'll get to see it soon. It's mm-hmm. I've seen it's a just bit of gameplay. I have an idea what it's about. I can't remember. Is it PS4 exclusive? Yes. I might rent it just to see what it's about. There have been rumors floating that it's going to be a PC. There's going to be a PC version of it, too. But nothing's. They haven't announced her. It's not been definitive yet. So, hmm. it's definitely post-apocalyptic because it mentioned it's called like the. I don't quote me, but it's like the the new United States or something like that, or the United That's Territories right. of the United States. Or can I quote you on that? Yes, please. <laughs> but but so I, I do recall that. Yeah, yeah, and I don't get the whole. Ghost. Well, thing. It, it's just Kojima doing his Kojima thing, putting monikers and anagrams wherever he can. Yeah, and he's always got. Uh, it's always hard. His games put in kind of a a pseudo space between reality and fantasy. He's got because, mm-hmm. like you know, Metal Gear Solid. It was spy espionage and sneaking. Till you started getting towards the bosses. Until so you got to, like, Psycho And then you got to Psycho Manus, and then you're like, oh, okay, this dude's psychic. What the hell's going on here? Uh, yeah, and then in Metal Gear Solid 2, there's, like, Liquid Ocelot, and he's a ghost through Ocelot's arm. Yeah. And... Um, Which they later... Man... They kind of retconned that. But... Yeah, it's it was one of those... Oh, my gosh. The if girl... you sit down... 
You and took a fucking expli- explain yeah, it. and and sit here and explain. We could make a, a four hour podcast <laughs> just trying to explain. The so welcome loops. to the Metal Gear Solid uh, explanation podcast. <laughs> right, I feel you. Sorry for cutting you off, Josh. No, what were you I, saying? It, it doesn't hurt my feelings at all. I mean, we, anyway, as I was, <laughs> fuck. But uh, just you know, I remember playing part one, part two. I never played Sons of the Patriots, which was part three. No, part, part three part, was Snake Eater. Part three was Snake Eater. Yeah. So four was Sons of the Patriots, or was yes. it Guns of the Patriots? Uh, one of them. It was one of those two. It was another poorly named game. I the think. S- I think by that point, I had gotten slightly burned out. That's why I was very resistant to play five. And then finally, when it came on Game Pass, I was like, "Fuck it, I'll give it a try." Well, and I fell in love is, with it. Five is a different beast altogether. It's not really a Metal Gear Solid game, right? Like, there's sneaking and there's very satisfying shooting in it, but aside from that, well, the boy, whole the whole open world thing, exactly, kind of. I mean, it changes the dynamic of the game, and like, you're never gonna beat. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, no, no. Spoiler alert: you don't technically play as Snake either. Right. It's confusing how that works out, because he's like, uh, I'm not Big Boss anymore, you're Big Boss, but when I come back, we're both going to be Big Boss. We're going to be Big Boss together. It's going to be the Big Bossiest Big Boss that ever did Big Boss. <laughs> big and boss. you just kind of smirk at it and then punch a mirror, because you're half mad, half accepting of the fact that you are now Big Boss. Well, right. he's got that shrapnel stuck in his head, so mm-hmm. he's like half demon. I always like that. Yeah. What I love is that this, this entire game is an explanation of Liquid Snake, Psycho Mantis, and why you kill Big Boss twice? Because okay. in the first Metal Gear, well, in the first Metal Gear game ever on the NES, you fight Big Boss, but you kill him, and then right. magically he just appears in Part Two. No, this is their explanation. This is their retcon. So you killed Phantom Snake. You right. killed Venom Snake. Okay. Now in Part Two, you fight the real Big Boss. Okay. I like that. But that was the one that Kojima. You're talking about in Snake's Revenge. No, in in actual. Uh, Metal Gear 2. Metal Gear Solid 2. No, Metal Gear 2. Metal Gear 2. Okay, that's the yeah. one we didn't get in the yes, United States. Right. In the Japanese version, you do that, kill Big Boss. Yeah. Again. Okay. I don't know what the hell you do in Snake's Revenge. I just know it has, like, Michael Bean on the cover or something. Right. Yeah, that was uh, pretty much confirmed that that was straight. <laughs> that was a uh, promo shot from the set of Aliens. Terminator. It Was it Terminator? Yeah. I thought... Yes. Holy shit. I ruined that completely. It was Terminator. God, the big Terminator fan over here. Yeah, there you go. Where's that? Where's that crow? Let me eat her. <laughs> Let me eat but, that bird. Oh, my own medicine. Ugh, gross. Ugh, ugh. Look at Contra though. Contra was they still uh, Sylvester Stallone God. and Arnold Schwarzenegger right on the front it cover. It is so those two and, and I an love it. And an alien in the mix. I mean, it, mm-hmm. you know, it was it was basically that. I mean, so games have been doing that forever. Contra's gorgeous. You know what? We need a new good Contra. There, there is a new Contra. Yeah, that's right. Yep. You were telling me. Yep, just came out. Yeah, I've not, I've not, I've not played it, but yeah, it's the Switch keeps telling me to buy it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure it does. <laughs> they keep telling me to buy Link's Awakening too. Uh, I, I might actually pick up Link's Awakening if I ever. I'm like, gonna wait till it goes on Switch. sale. I'm gonna wait till it goes on sale. We're such cheap asses. Who no, buys anything at full it... price anymore? <laughs> Uh, apparently lots of people because the, i mean <laughs> if people weren't buying these games mm-hmm. they wouldn't have the money to develop them last game i bought at full price was uh, mortal kombat 11 and before that was probably like six years before i bought anything full price um i bought doom 
That's right. We went out and bought Doom randomly because it was yeah. It came out and we're like, mm, let's play it. It's like Monday. It. It's like I could give a shit about Doom. Tuesday after work, I'm like, I'm gonna buy Doom. I want to play it. <laughs> Doom, I can't think. Doom was good. I mean, I was really shocked by how well yeah. Doom was. Yeah. So why do people piss on Doom Three? It's not that. It's a it's a good game. It's like it took from the. I get that it's more survival horror than it is action shooting. It's up, kind of a reboot too, but it was a good one. Right, like I, I well, it's I, not the I same remember, atmosphere. But I remember staying up late and playing it, and that's what I always find funny because there's a lot of games that you like mm-hmm. that I could give a shit about, and there's a lot of games that I used to play that as I got older I didn't really care too much anymore. Mm-hmm. It, <laughs> point I'm just trying to make is like Doom Three. I used to play the fuck out of that game. Okay, I knew just about everything there was to it. Yep. Years later, I hadn't played it for like a decade. Uh, Doom 3 BFG edition comes out mm-hmm. and you're sitting next to me as I'm playing and you're like uh, imp on the right go back down <laughs> now cro- go underneath right yeah that floor plate go down there don't take a right take a left there's armor down there you know and I'm just I'm just doing everything you're telling me I'm over here leading you to the jump scares <laughs> and shit you know and the many many times I get to the locker and you're like codes 251 uh, dude I used to have a memorized yeah you just knew all the locker codes I, I bought it for the PS4 uh, not PS. The PC on Steam, I can't remember a goddamn thing in that game. <laughs> well, I mean, because it's it's out of your memory. It has been a long. It, BFG it came out in 2013, I think. Did the yeah. BFG edition just add the flashlight? Basically, <laughs> no. It added a uh, the, the DLC Resurrection of Evil. Yeah, and it also added a new mission, which. It's and not it's that funny because I never got through it. I got about halfway through it, and I was like, man, I've played this game so many times, I'm getting bored now. It's time to play Riddick. Dude, Dude I could play yes. Chronicles of Riddick for Chron- hours. Riddick was fucking good. Yeah. Because it was based on, like, you didn't have guns until halfway through the game. Right. You had to work with shivs and pipes yep. and rusty metal. And, and even then, your first assault rifle was crap. It yeah, was, it was, it was a It was a broken down, ancient version. And you get it taken away like ten minutes later. Yep. The game teases you with the cool stuff. Now, the second one I never played, that was Dark Anthea. Athena. Dark Athena. Now, you played that one. I played the hell out of it. Yeah, and you liked it. But the only one I ever played was the first one, and I was in love with it. Which they later released those both together in a package on 360. Mm -hmm. They'd put them both in a a two bundle. Yeah, I lost my disc, unfortunately. All right. Um, We'll get back on topic real quick. Uh Number one, what was that one VR game you showed me? Uh, Groundhog Day. God. <laughs> They're making a Groundhog Day sequel. They're calling it a sequel to Groundhog Day. And I don't know why. I, 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 I can't even... Yeah, it's going to be for PlayStation, I believe. I think it's going to be PlayStation exclusive. I didn't cover it in the Monster Squad movie podcast we did, but... There was a horror movie that the main character wanted to watch, and it was called Groundhog Day Part 12. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just thought that. And him and his dad are arguing, and he's like, isn't this the one where they get him with an axe? He's like, no, Dad, that was Part 7. Yeah, yeah. he's like, how, how many times do they have to kill this guy? They chop him up, <laughs> ground him up in a blender, throw him in the ocean, get eaten by sharks? No, that was Part 5, Dad. <laughs> right. It's just funny. So the only reason I brought it up is because you had put on the board about Bruce Campbell returning once again as Ash. Yeah, oh, man. I almost Evil can't Dead believe game. it. I I almost can't. <laughs> you know I what? I almost possibly couldn't maybe 
he he made the comment that he's done playing Ash on screen not too long ago, and he said that he didn't want to be doing it in a wheelchair and a walker. Mm-hmm. I'd still watch it. I would too. <laughs> Bubba Hotep meets. That's what I was going to say. Bubba Hotep. <laughs> I gotta beat this Bubba Hotep. <laughs> it made me. It made me really uh, want to watch back through the Evil Dead series, the TV series that he's done, and the movies as well. I I really hope that uh, they've got a game coming out. I thought it was they were going to have... There's supposedly an Evil Dead VR game, but they've also got a previously announced non-VR Evil Dead game coming out. Uh, we got this covered.com... Uh, actually covered a story on Bruce Campbell and they asked Ash if he's playing Ash anymore in a game and he confirmed that he was going to be voicing him. I'm done playing Ash. Hey, are you going to be Ash in the game? Well, they paid me a lot, so yeah, I'm going to be... <laughs> well, they said in physical form. He wasn't He wasn't showing up for any more. Okay. But he's there in spirit. So is he done for the TV show too? The TV show got canceled after the third season. Okay. So they, I... they, they winded it they wound it out. So all right, the only season I haven't seen is three. I saw one and two on Netflix. Yeah, any good? Yeah, I enjoyed it. It's not, um, it's not amazing. I assume it's still like Army of Darkness humor. It, it is, but it has its moments. Okay. Some episodes are kind of, eh, you know, but then other episodes are like, all right, that was pretty fucking good. That's most. It, TV it's shows, tip, it's typical TV show. Okay. Imagine if Ash got more pervy. As he got older. I saw the trailer, too, and I love the trailer. That's pretty much what I got out of it. Right. That's basically how they they pushed it, was he was he just got a little <laughs> bit more pervier and a lot more attitude with it. Uh, I really loved Army of Darkness. Army of Darkness was kind of that, that really good pinnacle point of the series, and I really would have liked to have seen a second one of those where he comes back into the future and it, it follows him, which is mm-hmm. supposed to be what... Uh, the the TV yeah. show was well in the uh, the alternate ending to that movie he falls asleep he actually goes to sleep and wakes back up and realizes shit I overslept and he's an old man he's got a beard and everything like that <laughs> oh yeah I so remember that. and yeah he he realizes like he comes back to a di- uh, a wasteland almost and he's like oh I overslept <laughs> <laughs> so but yeah I've And there has also been rumor that Ash is coming to Mortal Kombat 11. Yes. I don't know how true it is, because I thought he was supposed to be in this combat pack, but they may be saving him for the next one, because they're having Terminator, Spawn, and the Joker all in this one. Which Have you seen the Joker? No. People have been comparing him to the porno version of the Joker, because (laughs) that's how he looks. Okay, okay. I guess there's a porno movie with a Joker that looks exactly like this. Maybe that's where they got their... uh inspiration (laughs) seriously this guy looks like he's 18 like this this joker well ash was also added to dead by daylight not more than a few months ago yeah he was is he a killer or is he a survivor no he's a survivor okay they could have added a deadite for the for the killer yes that would have been cool (laughs) i'll swallow your soul (laughs) swallow this you found me beautiful once. Yeah, but you got <laughs> you real got real ugly. <laughs> <laughs> man, I could quote Army Darkness till is, the end of time. It was it's a classic, man. But yeah, do you guys have any other ad uh, stories no, to add I think to this? I'm good. Let's finish up. Uh, what are you currently playing? 
I just beat it. Oh, yeah, that's right. I am playing, however, Castlevania Judgment for the Wii because I found out, or remembered, rather, that it's a thing and that it's actually kind of fun. <laughs> oh, I forgot this was existing. I mean, just a Castlevania, Castlevania fighting game. You don't really think of it a lot. No, okay. It's like a Star Wars Masters of... Terrence Cossie. Yeah. 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 It's more like Soul yeah. Calibur. Yeah, that's what it was. You, what are you playing? You and I played a little bit of Gears 5 together. Yep. A few nights back. I really... Uh, it's more gears. It's mm-hmm. um, not much more to think about it. Looks pretty. I've got it. I've got it on. My I had a 4K. good time playing with you. Yeah, it it looks pretty, and I think it's going to be enjoyable. Uh, I never have a bad time playing a gears game. It's mm-hmm. not. It's not like it's they've changed the mold or anything a whole lot, but I think it looks a lot nicer. It's definitely different having daylight in the game. <laughs> yeah, uh, sure. there were some moments of that, uh, but it's still it's more yeah. gears. It. I think it's. I think they did a good job on this I don't this like one. the hub world kind of stuff where you're... Mm. There's no combat. You're walking through talking to people. I mean, Halo 5. I was going to say, too. so Halo 5. Yeah, right. I mean, lots of games have been adding that into them. Which, um, yeah, go ahead. We, we didn't we didn't de- delve too deep into no. past that. We were pretty tired that night when we played. but No, I did notice that because you invited me to your party and we played co-op. Uh, the next night, I decided that I was going to play a little bit more. It only counted the progress towards your save file. Oh, okay. So my profile is still in the first act. <laughs> <laughs> but we were so, getting achievements. F- yeah, well, I got so, the achievements and stuff, which is fine. Well, we'll have to finish it together, hopefully. Um, I've been playing Super Metroid on the Switch. Yeah. Yeah, because I've, I've never beat Super Metroid. I've always gotten near the end. And uh, yeah, I normally end up finishing your save files for you. <laughs> uh, Andy, he's one. He can pretty much speed run that game. I don't know what his best time is, but it's most definitely faster than mine. That's I was gonna say answer. it's not as good as mine. <laughs> it's probably better. I can't speed run that game for shit. Uh, well, he was he was hauling ass to that back in like 2001. Because mm-hmm. even back then, I had never beaten the game. I'd always gotten to near Ripley or Ridley. Yeah, uh, but never never actually fought him i always knew i was close because i'd beaten all the other bosses but i never never got to him so i mentioned to andy one day hey because <laughs> we were talking about super metroid and he's like oh dude let me show you some shit and he was using the the jumps to cl- go up walls and he would use the the charge run and mm-hmm. then do the because the game only shows you how to do a super jump where you run and you charge up your speed with your boost and you push down while running, and your character flashes, and then you can push up, and you do a really... You can jump pretty much infinitely up uh-huh. high till you hit something. Well, you can also do it across levels. So he was showing me how to shoot a door. It's called the uh, Shine Spark. Is that what it's called? Yeah. You know more about the lore than I do, especially when it comes to Metroid games. I know more about the speedrunning because I watch speedruns. Okay. Well, Andy was speedrunning before speedrunning was a thing. Nuh-uh, Josh. Uh-huh. It is too. <laughs> but anyway, he could get through it within a couple hours, uh, 100% items. And he was always getting things way ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Areas where he needed the various suit, he would haul ass through them real quick. He knew right where to jump. Double, I mean, and it was flawless. He never missed a jump and fell in the lava and died. It was just, it was perfect every time. Flawless but, victory. So that's what I've been playing. I'm Once again, I'm about to Ridley. And Do I need to finish your save file? You for may you? have to because <laughs> I'm getting bored of it. I'm about four hours into it, so I'm doing pretty good for myself mm-hmm. for a, a first playthrough. But other than that, that's what I've been playing. Yeah. Well, I uh, 
I'm. Yeah, that's great, Mark. So this was. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna get punched Dick. after this. Yeah, Dick. I, I, I've got nothing more to say to you guys. I'm done. Peace out. You can catch us on our website, GamerDA.com. We are on Twitter, GamerDA1. We have a Facebook as Gamer Discretion Advised, or you can reach us on our email at podcast at GamerDA.com. Thanks for listening. Gentlemen. What were you saying? I'll bid you an adieu. <laughs> Goodbye. See you guys.